for one final time. Hello, Arissa. Hello, Arissa. So much to talk about, Danielle. A jam-packed, jam-packed episode. Yeah. How are we going to waste? <laughs> 30 minutes talking about bullshit before we get to Big Brother today. <laughs> I know, especially because it was a supersized finale episode. I was, was like, it, holy cow. Was it? It felt that way when it, this morning I started watching all the episodes. I had three episodes to watch, one of which was an hour and a half instead of my normal hour. Well, I timed it. The intro was 12 minutes long. They the had full a lot season of- recap was 12 minutes long. I could have yeah. done anything. Well, and also Monday's episode was a full season recap. So yeah, I, I wanted to talk about that. I mean, do you want to do Big Brother first? Do we want to talk no, about? No, I don't. No, <laughs> Danielle. I think you know what I you. want to talk about first. I do want to hear that first. The question. <laughs> yeah. Are you watching Elon on Saturday Night Live tonight? We're taping this at one p.m. Pacific time on Saturday. Right. So um, I I don't watch Saturday Night Live even if someone I like is hosting. (laughs) So no, I'm preparing myself because I think there's going to be a deluge of cultural, like my Twitter, I should just avoid it. There's just going to be be a a deluge of like memes or whatever. Might be a good night to log off. Yeah, well, I won't stay up. You know, I go to bed at like 8.30, so there's no way I'm going to see it live tonight. It's tomorrow morning when I wake up, when I check that 7 a.m. Twitter feed where I'm going to see like all the stills and all the write-ups, the takes, the counter takes, the backlash, the backlash against the backlash. That's what I'm looking for tomorrow. Actually, Elon Musk's Tom Hanks impression was very good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I see it in Vulture now. <laughs> yeah, I like whatever. I really in my orbit, it hasn't felt like that big a deal. So hopefully, I don't it just know. I just see people like freaking out about it online. Like, go yeah. up. Saturday Night Live is for children. It is for children. I mean, on the, if you're so on adult- that hand, I don't know if children care about Elon Musk. He does feel like a supervillain, uh, and it's like we live in the dumbest possible timeline. So of course, the supervillain is offered like to host Saturday Night Live. I mean, next up, they should. You know who they should offer to host? The owner of the Washington Post who wrote that op-ed. Did you see this? No. The owner of the Washington Post wrote an op-ed like, listen. Bezos? Bezos owns the Washington Post. Well, she's, um, no. She, remember the movie about the Washington Post starring Tom Hanks? Spotlight. No. No, The Post. (laughs) The Post. (laughs) You know, Meryl, like Meryl's daughter. Oh, yeah, yeah. She owns The Post. Yeah. So I guess she's like buds. I don't know. Maybe they have a good deal, but whatever. She wrote this op-ed where she was like, listen, I know we've all had our fun with work from home, but you little worker bees better realize that you're getting your asses back in the office or I'm going to make you all contractors. <laughs> like no more benefits for you. Get your ass in the office and celebrate some birthdays. Oh God. Yeah. So they're going to offer her to host next. Good for her. I mean, it, if I don't remember spe- explicitly, but it, Dr. E, like Mike Myers as Dr. Evil hosting SNL seems like it would have been a bit in Austin Powers 3. Yeah, yeah, I can see it. It tracks. Um, so, no, I'm probably not going to watch. I mean, well, I'm not going to watch either. Um, <laughs> I didn't know if you still watched. Um, 
recommendation if you're over if you there's a, a you know if you're if you're 20 if you're or older you should age yeah <laughs> if you're of drinking age in other countries like let's not even say america because it's yeah. 21 it's like way too old if you're in drinking age in like the most of the world you shouldn't be watching it um are we going to take a drive to the culinary land of of wendy's right I now i wish i could take a drive but actually i walked half an hour because oh that was God. where the closest Wendy's was to my apartment. <laughs> yes, we need to discuss the full Wendy's experience. But in case you guys don't realize, Brett and I decided last week that in honor of the finale of Big Brother Canada, we were both going to separately go to Wendy's and then discuss what we our experiences on this podcast. Well, it, was like, it was like one of us won HOH and invited the other one. Exactly. You know, to the Wendy's. Yeah. Do you so, think you went to the Wendy's that actually prepares the meals for the house guests? <laughs> well, let me tell you about the Wendy's. Hi, Wendy. <laughs> I want to hear about all this. So my my experience was <laughs> I didn't have much of an experience to write home about, but I want to hear about yours. So I plugged into my trusty Google Maps Wendy's thinking I live in Toronto, a fairly <laughs> metropolitan city. Surely a Wendy's is within t- a 10 block radius. Alas, I was wrong. The closest Wendy's, as I mentioned, was a 30-minute walk away. But I'm thinking, you know what? It's a gorgeous night. It was Thursday. It was sunny out. It was a, a very warm for Toronto, like 10 degrees outside. So I, I was like, let's do it. Let's take the track. And I was really hyping it up. I was very excited. We got we got there and the Wendy's was nowhere to be found because as you can imagine, I'm looking for a storefront. I'm looking for a door. I'm looking for a sign. Um, none of those things existed. And we were at the intersection where it was so yet. I saw a Burger King. I saw a McDonald's, no Wendy's. So we, I wandered aimlessly for a minute until I saw a parking lot and in the parking lot was a shipping container and the shipping container had the red insignia of a Wendy's. It had so, that smiling girl looking at you <laughs> with some square hamburgers. So I was very confused, but I was like, oh, okay, well, I guess this is, it's a pop-up maybe. So I went to order at the shipping containers window and they're like, no, no, we don't take your order here. You got to order on Uber Eats <laughs> that for is pickup. Good. That is some good partnership. Good job by Uber Eats. (laughs) So I did. I standing right outside of this Wendy's, I placed my order in Uber Eats for a spicy chicken sandwich meal combo. I got the combo with fries and a Diet Coke, which you just took a sip of. And the quoted time for my pickup was 17 minutes. (laughs) Oh, my (laughs) God. But, you know, I'm there. So I committed. I was like, I'm getting my Wendy's. And let me just tell you. So this was like, this was a Wendy's. I don't know if you call it a ghost kitchen or what, but this was an outpost strictly for people ordering on Uber Eats, right? Because it was all delivery people coming and picking up orders and bringing it to the people in their houses. It was none of the convenience with none of the (laughs) ambiance. It was not a fast food. (laughs) It was, it was not fast. It was not, it was food, but it was not a restaurant. It was not what I expected from a fast food restaurant. Yeah, I guess it was. Yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah, it was essentially a ghost of Wendy's ghost, the ghost of Wendy. She's dead and she's in the kitchen. It's, it's in a parking lot adjacent to an alley. So there's not like for 17 minutes, there's not a lot to do. So I found a cinder block to sit on. Oh my God. <laughs> and texted so you. Sad. 
<laughs> so so you got it, and then okay. So you, wait, let me were just. Were there like let, some tables out there, or oh did you walk home God. and eat it like an hour later? Let me tell you. So so full props to the people working at this Wendy's. They're very nice. They like very kindly explained to me, no, it's you Canada. can't just order here. You have to go pick, you do the through breeds. So I did it. And like halfway through my order, it got canceled. <laughs> so I went up to them and I was like, why did you do this to me? Please, I'm here. And they're like, oh no, no, just do the order again. It'll go through. So that was just another little bump on the road. So anyway, order finally ran through. They called me over, beckoned me over. They were very nice, very nice, working hard, you know, much props. The The jobs report is down in America, but here in Canada, they're doing great at the Wendy's Outposts. Um, so I got my food, looked around. If you think we're in full lockdown here, baby, if you think yeah. there's a table to be found, you're sadly mistaken. So I, but I left the parking lot because I needed a little more ambiance. So I sauntered down the street where I found a, um, you know, like a flower bed instead of a little fence, <laughs> like and a, one tree on the sidewalk. Instead of a little fence, there was like uh, a heightened cement uh, bump protecting the flower bed. Sure. So I, I sat on that. Was it like a bench or not really? No, not it was a not bench. a bench. No. It was like I had to, I was basically sitting on the floor, but it was slightly elevated on the street. And you ate your spicy chicken sandwich in shame. No, I was not, because here I was very, very hungry at this point. I'd walked half an hour. I'd waited 17 plus minutes. So I first, classic move when you get fast food, I went for the fries. Mm. Very good. Wow. I think the recipe has changed since I last had Wendy's, because I'm used to a thicker cut fry from a Wendy's. These were slightly more McDonald's-esque, not quite that skinny, but very light and um, tight Interesting, because I got a fry. I got a combo as well. <laughs> My fries, I noticed, I was like, this fry is stickier than I remembered out of a Wendy's. It's it's more of a thick yeah, stickier. cut fry. Yes, exactly. No, steakier. Oh, like a steakier. Steak, like a steak cut fry. Oh, no, not in Canada. Mm-mm. So I don't know if it was. So here's the, here's the thing. Yeah. I got, I got a, I got a, I got a weird, I got a weird <laughs> burger. Welcome to Weird I, Burger Home with the Weird I, Burger. I used, I used, I got, I got Postmates. I ordered it for lunch yesterday. So you know, it I, came to you. You didn't go for the Wendy's experience. No, I mean, cause it's like by LAX and shit. And I, was, <laughs> I had work and stuff and I, I don't know. It was like, all right, yeah. am I going to go to the drive-thru at like, you know, like six or seven at night or whatever? Or like, yeah. am I just going to order this for lunch when I'm done okay. with my meetings at work? All right. And I just, I just did that. And I had it delivered to me. I got a bourbon barbecue this is cheeseburger. Disgusting. I'm disgusted. Why? Why did you order that? I don't know. Well, Why no, did I you mean do I do hundred percent no because I just closed all my notes. Oh god, God, oh no. Um, I mean were you looking at your Postmates app as if it was the iPad featuring the Wendy's menu in Big Brother so House? So I open up, I open up Postmates. Yeah. Postmates doesn't know what journey we've been on. No, they do not. Postmates not opens up and it's like, hey, fat idiot. <laughs> we got a fucking deal for you, motherfucker. <laughs> Wendy's right now. Bourbon barbecue cheeseburger. <laughs> it's like... 
you get one free if you buy, you know, if you buy a combo or something Ew. like that. So I, yeah, I mean, it ended up costing the same amount. <laughs> but I was like, you're off. Like, it just spoke to me. Like, the banner ad open was like, yo, Wendy's deal right now. And I was like, how did you know? So I just got the thing that it was like, buy this one, buy this combo. And I was like, right. hell yeah. I also yeah. got a, so I was surprised by the, by the, the uh, steak, by the steak fries. Mm-hmm. They weren't they weren't as great as I remember, but also I'm wondering because I got like something that's like they're fancy. Like if this was a Carl's Jr. or a Hardee's, like a six dollar burger. Mm-hmm. Remember when they did those? Like this wasn't yeah, their regular. This isn't a regular Dave's Double. It's like oh, this it's is elevated. Like, it's elevated. It's got like <laughs> a, it's got like fried onion rings and this bourbon barbecue sauce on it. Right. Like I wonder if they gave me a different fry than the normal fry. Like I wonder if part of this combo, and I don't know. Um, but it gave you the first class fry. Yeah, I wonder if it's like, oh, these come with like these like fancy restaurant style <laughs> fries. At the same time, it's Wendy's. They're like, what well, you know, a fry's a fry. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. Who knows? We we have an, uh, an unsolved mystery yeah. in relation to this the style of fry. I liked my burger a lot. It was it was really good. There's not that many Wendy's in LA. I mean, they're they're everywhere, but they're not as like everywhere as, as McDonald's or or you know whatever. So like, they're just harder to come come across. And I was like, man, I mean, I have not had a Wendy's in probably twenty years. And I was like, man, right. this is good. <laughs> I, I should eat this. I mean, I, I shouldn't, but I was like, I, why don't I have this more often? I I enjoyed it more than most of the other fast foods I come across mm-hmm. in my travels. Yeah, but I mean. Sorry. I got, I took one bite of that spicy chicken sandwich. Mm. Do you feel the heat? <laughs> <laughs> I felt the slightest twinge on my tongue. Were you like Thai, just like just shoving ice into your mouth? <laughs> no. After eating the habanero it's not that pepper? spicy. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's so good. I mean, here's the thing. Oh. It really is very, the fries are great. The sandwich was great. And then I cracked open that can of Diet Coke. I was hoping the soda included in the combo would be fountain soda. Sadly, it was a can, COVID probably. Oh. But shame. the Diet Coke was absolutely delicious. I got a, I got a fountain Diet Coke. Ugh, that's because you're in America where things are better. Where, where there's a million times more <laughs> virus than anywhere else. But like, just nobody cares. Um. Well, I, but I, I overall had a very positive experience. I have to other say, than, I absolutely loved it. Yeah, I mean, other than the 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 trip, the confusion, the, weight, the confusion. Yeah, I mean, well, but the confusion was quelled. Yeah. Question: Did you yeah. get a frosty? So this was a hot topic um, uh, among comments when people learned that I went to Wendy's. <laughs> did you get a frosty? Did you get dip a fry into the frosty? I did not. Because I was sort of like, you know, I'm going for the combo. I don't really want to feel absolutely disgusting after this. So I'm going to refrain from the Frosty. So I got a Frosty Mm -hmm. and I dipped a fry in the Frosty because I wanted to remember my young, my young school days. Sure. Where they built a Wendy's in my town. And everyone's like, wow, a Wendy's is coming here. <laughs> we don't have one of those. Yeah. And I dipped a fry in the Frosty back then and it was great. And I, it, you know, like so many things, you're like, oh, let me rewatch this movie. Oh, it's a lot more racist and homophobic <laughs> than I remember when I was a kid. Yeah. Uh, the dip in the fry in the Frosty wasn't, 
it, it wasn't peak frosty. Uh, I mean, mm. I would attribute that to, to the fact that these fries, I, I wouldn't say are a normal Wendy's fry. And also, I mean, I got it delivery, right? Like it is, and it's not super close. Like if I were to order yeah. something delivery, nor you know, on Postmates normally, I probably wouldn't get it from as far of a way of a location as this Wendy's is to me. So I just think the fry got a little bit soggy. It got it cooled down a little bit. Yeah. But the frosty on its own with a spoon was fantastic. I really was I, it. I was I was enlivened. By the frosty, I was Yummy. reborn. Creamy, cold, all the above. Chocolatey, <laughs> cocoa filled. Um, okay, well, I mean, I think we both had a great time eating Wendy's. So, not only did the product placement work on us, Wendy's yeah. got our hard-earned money. But now, I feel like by us talking about it, we are only continuing the cycle where someone listening will probably get Wendy's. Well, here's the thing. We're not making a nickel off this. No. <laughs> but if you work in podcasting, <laughs> yeah. Advertisers ask all the time, what is the personal endorsement? Can you <laughs> can your host give a personal endorsement? Like we're gonna send them a treadmill. We're gonna send them some collar that shocks their dog. We're oh. gonna send them some cream or whatever. Yeah. Give the personal endorsement. And we just did 17 minutes on, <laughs> on Wendy's not being that bad. I mean, don't go to the ghost kitchen one if you if you if you're in a rush. Right. No. And you're looking for a nice, you know, alfresco dining experience. Probably (laughs) not that one. No. But uh, yeah, let's thank you, Wendy's. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, Wendy. Thank you, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just really quickly before we talk about Big Brother, I just (laughs) want to say I'm almost done season one of Lost. Oh yeah. made it through like 22 episodes (laughs) this past week i'm loving it absolutely loving it i just want to say john Locke is my hashtag daddy yes uh lock (laughs) team lock team lock all the way already though i can sort of see what you were talking about last week or some of the some of the things some of the storylines some of the flashbacks some of the choices being made by the writers i'm like ah did we have to um but I'm still in it. We're still to in the good it. seasons. We're still yeah. in the good seasons where the mystery the is seeds. new and fresh. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. see the seeds of uh disappointment being planted they take, early. They take some wild they take some wild uh swings. Swings, yeah. Later on. They do some things that are like, oh, okay. These speaking, people, huh? Sure. Speak, all right. <laughs> speaking of wild swings, I think we can start talking about BB Canada. And I want to start off the way we would start off any BBUS. Eviction oh, episode. There's a lot to talk about. But the most wildest swing of all was Arissa's finale dress. Oh my. It was <laughs> it there was some plumage. It was, <laughs> it, was poofy. it was poofy. It was poofy. It was like a red ribbon. <laughs> it was almost it. almost indescribable. So it was red. <laughs> it was certainly red. And I didn't see the first shot I saw was um, chest up. So I just saw like a red strapless gown, satin like material. If you just look from like waist up, it looks mm-hmm. it looks like a great dress. Yeah, exactly. I was like, ooh, I like the color. I like the the sheen. But upon switching to the wide shot. An absolutely shocking vision awaits. Um, 
So yeah, it's like, it was, it, <laughs> again, it was like a blankie, which I kind of respected. I was like, she does look, she almost looked comfortable, which I would have respected. If someone was just like, listen, I'm wearing a big comfy blankie for this finale. It's cold still in Canada. I need the volume. Maybe I had a couple too many Wendy's meals this week and I want to cover it up with some forgiving uh, volume in the dress. That's fine. But the dress cut in the front at the knee, which to me is not comfortable. That's quite a draft. But it was, I mean, it wasn't just the cut. It was like cut into this poofy fupa bow tie (laughs) thing where it was like her legs were a pre were like her waist was a a christmas present begetting her legs (laughs) um i just want to say one comment from one river mike they tweeted at us you will love the outfit choices this week hashtag god or not (laughs) so i have to actually give this dress a hot. Wow. Because I just, despite it being a very bad outfit, the sheer chutzpah took to say <laughs> yes, to put it on, look in the mirror, do several lighting tests or whatever the hell else they do in rehearsal and to still say, yes, this is the dress I want to wear on finale night. It really takes a lot of bold, um, personality. So I, I got to give it up for her and I give it a hot. Danielle said yes to the dress. And you, I'm going to say to the dress, not the dress was a not because I can't, I know, I know it's hard to think about. I know, I know you, if you, your brain can't handle so much information, so much input, <laughs> I can't. but Wednesday night's dress, mm. that, that was a, that was, as you taught me, an LBD. Mm-hmm. That dress was a hot. Well, that's the thing. She I, messed mm-hmm. up. She messed up the order. She should have done the red poofer on Wednesday. On Wednesday, no. she should have done the black on Friday or Thursday, whatever. No, day it was. if you're gonna fail, fail big, and that's what she, you can't. That dress before the black dress, you couldn't go to a little black dress after that dress. You have there's no heightening there, Brett. Think back to improv. Come on. <laughs> She would, <laughs> the heightening is in the awarding of the $79,000. <laughs> like she was pulling the focus from Tashawn and Tara and Kiefer and Brayden, mm-hmm. our friends, the jury. Yeah. Latoya. <laughs> Josh. Josh. I have some things to say about. Um. I, you know what? I like, you're right. You, you, you go, you want to go big on the finale, but may, I don't know. I just, th- I just thought Wednesdays was like, I mean, that was probably the, the best dress of the season. And it you know, probably maybe, was. It was know. very beautiful on her. Um, listen, we're going to just have to di- agree to disagree. Okay. Moving on. Monday. We have to talk about Monday. I'm sorry. Okay. But there's was, a major thing here. And yeah. someone even commented about it and like read, like hacked my Gmail and found my Google Docs and read my notes because they, <laughs> okay. they know what I'm looking for. <laughs> First of all, BB Canada Awards. Mm-hmm. Is this a preferred mechanism? I'll back up. 
when we get to final three in BBUS, they do their like champagne breakfast thing. And they're <laughs> like, hey, Paulie, remember the time when you slipped and fell in the pool? And you're like, yeah, I remember. And then they like, you know, do the little Wayne's World transition and they show it. Yeah. Um, and it sucks. And I don't watch that episode. And I haven't right. for years. Is the BB Can Awards a better delivery mechanism for a, a season-long clip show? Yeah, it's definitely a better structure. And then there's, like, ever so light, amusing, like, they have a little fashion show. So there's a couple of fun moments. But on a whole, I was like, it actually took me a minute to realize <laughs> what I was watching. I was like, wait, this is the clip show. I'm not watching this. And so I fast-forwarded through most of it yeah. and really don't think I'm... I've suffered for that. We didn't get that much on Monday's episode, but I do. I do need to talk about. And I'll call. Um, let me find the person who. Uh, at BBFan022. Thank you, Aaron, for reading my mind. Guys, I have so many questions. Let's start off with a kind of irrelevant topic. Is it irrelevant, <laughs> BBFan022? Or is it. Relevant. Is it the topic? <laughs> Is it not subtext, but text? <laughs> Super us. text. What did you think of Brayden getting a salad <laughs> from Wendy's once again? And this, I will say, I'm not even seeing the floor to you yet. This was worse than the taco salad. This was worse than the taco salad. He got an apple pecan salad. Wendy's at least cooks meat, right? Yeah. Yeah. You're like, all right, well, we got some hamburgers. Let's put some taco taco seasoning on it. Put it on top of some lettuce. What what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> if I were HOH, I would be like, all right, I might pick someone based on strategy who I can get like an hour alone time with, but I want everyone to tell me now what they would get. And then I'm going to pick based on that because no one is getting an apple pecan salad from Wendy's. Yeah. Yeah, I, listen, it's finale week. People are watching their figures. They got to fit into those finale outfits, <laughs> unless you're Arissa wearing a blanket. It's just, it's just a slap in the face, Brayden. I mean, I mean, Brayden, so I guess he got a, a, he got a, did he get the taco salad last week? I don't, I do not remember. Because the, the, the person who wrote us said, what do you think of Brayden getting a salad from Wendy's once again? Like, Yeah, so he must have. If you're getting Wendy's so much that you're like, listen, I... I'm just like scraping the I'm just like scraping the bottom <laughs> barrel here with with different salads and and stuff. Just don't just don't don't invite him. I love I love Brayden. Yeah, he's awesome, course. but he's he's abusing his power. Frankly, <laughs> he's not setting a good example of Wendy's ordering. No, um, so thank you, Aaron. You have a second part of the question. I'll get to a little bit later, but you know, I just need to shout out the people. Yeah. The people asking the real important questions of, yeah. you know, of our, I, of our contestants. Um, one more, another comment we got just since we we're on the subject from One River Mike. I got Wendy's yesterday, but was so hungry. I forgot to snap a pic. Spicy chicken, more bitter than I remember. Oh, bitter like is a, not what they were just going like a for. double IPA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Sean W. Snyder said, I tried to drive to Wendy's, but my car brought me to the liquor store. For white wine. <laughs> well, that was a journey. That was a journey of, of itself. I mean, that you know what? If you if you want to go at Wendy's and you get drunk instead, I don't blame you. Yeah, I'm not um, a big white wine person. 
I I, lo- I like a white wine in the right occasion. Actually, I am a big white wine person. Um, hot day. So just just wanted to get those little comments and cues out there. Um, what I have one more thing about Monday about the the clip show part of it because mm-hmm. they ended the clip show on this like kind of like you know like the the the, da- the dying dog commercial like you know like hey will you please donate five dollars to this dog <laughs> whatever it was just like sort of a a, a very like you know. Uh, emotion, you know, emotional montage of you know, all of their moments, and this obviously didn't happen. But I was thinking, is this? I'm like, what, man? What did these people miss? Would be like a funny thing to reveal to them from the outside at the end world. Of, from the outside world at the end <laughs> of this, like, just very kind of emotionally emotional uh, montage. Mm-hmm. And just you know, at the end of it, you know, you know, v, uh, Tara holds up a veto and wins. People hug each other. This or that. Also, Prince Philip is dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be They amazing. don't know. They don't know. They don't know that. And uh, that's pretty much it, though, in terms of big news. That is, yeah. Do you have anything I, else from Monday? No, I really was like, <laughs> how dare they? How dare they? Because they had that fun outfit selection part. I thought they were going to do a fun, fun comp. I thought it was going to be. But you know what was a fun comp? Fast forward to Wednesday's episode. The superhero comp where they went from like Clark Kent to Superman in terms of outfits and setting. That was so cool. I mean, I loved it. I think they should steal it for US. I think, I mean, in general this year, all the comps were really cool. I think the fact that they actually have a stage, a, a, a true stage for it rather than like, you know. 2,000 square yards of like Van Nuys backyard next to a freeway and like mm-hmm. the fucking LA River. <laughs> I think it, like they, they get to do a lot more interesting things. I yeah. think the constraint, the, the being constrained by having to do it indoors is, is actually yields more creative results. And yeah. I, it was great. Like this kind of escape room mixed with you know, you have to, you know, remember the, the numbers from the wall. Mm-hmm. Some people did a bad job with that. Like they saw the numbers and were like, well, that's not going to come back later. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we're also starting with Wednesday's episode. Or maybe this started in Mondays. I can't, I can't, I didn't watch the whole thing, but we're starting to get <laughs> them really driving home. Like, this is my winner's case. Like, this is what I've overcome. This is who I am. This is what I represent. And this is why, so like, this is why I want to win. This is who I'm doing it for. So we have Tara obviously is representing the olds and the moms. Yes. She's like, and I actually thought it was very sweet. I really thought she did great this whole season. She's fantastic. Yeah. And not to mention like, sort of the underdog like she was just mm-hmm. on i mean brayden might have who knows might brayden might have been on the block more than her yeah but people were just always coming after her yeah. and they just were unrelenting like thinking back to that that um the um ball pit hoh mm-hmm. where they're just screwing her over and she is like She's Live like it. Lewis Black's character in, yeah. in Inside Out. She is just on fire. She's screaming. She's getting Kiefer of all people to like act out and be mean. Yeah. I, she has that. I mean, Brayden has a similar case in sort of being an underdog, losing his number one, you know, relatively early in the game and then sort of readjusting his social strategy on the fly. 
Yeah. Kiefer, and being yeah. Repre- his whole thing mm-hmm. was like representation matters. He's yeah, representing sure. two communities, uh, the black community and also the LGBTQ community. And he just kept saying like representation matters. And it was, it was cool. like the whole season, we've said this already, but like, I, I think they said that it's the most diverse season of Big Brother Canada. Clearly the most diverse season of Big Brother you and I have ever watched. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> and it um, is, it's yeah. great. They did the same. Th- they started the show with another, um, I forget if it was Wednesday or Thursday, but like another land acknowledgement. Like, yeah, on Thursdays, they, on Thursday they did. Yeah, so it really it just goes to show, um, I don't even know that Canada... Makes an effort. <laughs> Honest, and I want to talk about Keeper here because obviously Keeper's evicted in this episode. Um, right. You know, the way that they they talk about indigenous people, it's like, oh my God, I I would I would die. I, I wish America talk could talk about like their indigenous population in the way that BB Canada does. I don't know. It's just <laughs> right. like I mean, has there and Big Brother even been like a Native American? I don't think so. Candidate or a house guest or, or something like that. And he's like, he, right. he truly lives in that, in that world. And also, I just want to say, I wish I had a fucking 20% of the self-confidence Kiefer does doing <laughs> anything, doing anything. I might be I, just like a more like well-adjusted, well, happy, successful person if I had like... The amount of confidence he has in his like pinky finger. Canada's like, favorite. <laughs> he opens up the in the beginning of the episode, he's like giving himself a little pep talk before the veto ceremony. He's like, Yeah, though I walk through the halls of BB <laughs> yeah. House, I feel no I fear no evil. Like, what the f- this guy's fucking bonker. I mean, I, he's also <laughs> going crazy. He's been locked up in a house for, for yeah. three months. I mean, I've been locked up in a house for twelve months. So true. True that. Um and then even uh, when he, with his um his speech at the end when when Tara's about to evict, he's like, "I'm Kiefer, whatever his last name is. I'm from this town. Son of this person. Son of that person. Yeah. Son to this person. Grandmother is this person. I'm like, what the fuck? This guy's like channeling <laughs> everyone. I, I I'm like, oh my. This, it's like something he would say. Like I don't know. It's like some I haven't seen Braveheart. It's like something Braveheart right. would say. It's like. This it's guy like, knows together. he's about to like get we're, executed, and he's like doing a soldier's like like the brave like we were death. kind of great. robbed of a really good final two speech from him because <gasps> oh I thought God. I oh. thought Bray and Ty did okay, but I also think they were both so clearly very nervous. They were incredibly nervous. Yeah. Yeah. And so that affected them a little bit. Where their, their speeches were fine, but like. Kiefer would have delivered. They would have been theatrical AF. And Tara would have too. Yeah, Tara, Tara would have people up. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, pour one out for Kiefer. He was a great, great character, great addition to the show, and you know he did end up winning Canada's favorite. He it's so so interesting, right? He won at the very beginning of the season, him and Tina, and then he maintained being a favorite till the very end. I feel like that's so rare. Usually, we always say you start a hero, you live long enough to see yourself become a villain. That didn't happen. So that was the other question here from BB Fan O two two. 
What, what do you think of of Canada voting Kiefer for favorite house guests? Uh, do you think that was to keep his bank account out of the negatives? Like, hell yeah. Congratulations to Kiefer's bank account. Yeah. Um, I, for whatever reason, I, I think it's like we let... I'm really not up to date on like who likes who. I see a couple tweets for from idiots who hate on Beth and I so disagree. So I don't even give it a thought. But like, I think everyone's pretty well liked. So it was sort of it, just a choice between people. Who do you like a little bit more? Um, so good for him. It's hard to tell. I mean, I'm just looking on jokers and stuff. And I've honestly been pretty checked out of the whole like BB Reddit, BB Twitter thing. I just... Mm-hmm. Uh, because also because I was like watching the show on such a delay every week. I don't know. I feel like I'm, I'm more into like BBUS Twitterverse, right? right? So I can I, lo- I kind of only went from Jokers and stuff. Kiefer was in second to last place. <laughs> like, so I don't I don't I, I mean you know it might be something where like the bulk of Canada like the normies the casuals like us liked Kiefer, yeah. but like the, the very online. BB people thought he was cringy or whatever. I I didn't. Yeah, I mean, we we've discussed Kiefer at length this season. Sometimes he, you know, seemed like a tryhard. Some, I mean, he we talked about how he was such an excellent social manipulator in mm-hmm. terms of uh, high status, low status. In terms of always framing him, framing himself as like a low status person, which was crazy because at the end he was like considered to be a no doubt like unanimous game winner right um yeah so i mean good for him i'm glad i i thought tara was gonna win it because i just thought that with her kind of getting that far and losing yeah especially with like what happened basically (laughs) since the the fake double it seemed like tara was being framed up as like this massive underdog and right everyone loves an underdog so i thought she was gonna get it yeah um yeah, but I, I was happy. I was happy with it. I mean, again, I, we like everybody on the cast. Absolutely. I thought Josh was going to win it because he was truly the people's prince. But, you know, maybe next year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, yeah. Maybe next year. Um, um, I I wanted to ask, or do we want to talk more about Wednesdays at all? No. Well, let me bring up a question. From Actually, M- yes. Sorry. Oh, okay. All right. Danielle, this is an important question. Yeah. Daniel, we're old. So old. <laughs> I don't know how old Ty is. He's so young. I'm going to guess 27. I'm looking this up right now. God damn it. God damn it. Where is it? Oh. He's young. He's under 30 for sure. Whatever. <clears throat> 29. Not that young. Ooh. Hey, but I was Old right. daddy. <laughs> <laughs> this, so my question was going to make more sense uh, if he was like 23. Okay. Does Ty know what a phone is? <laughs> An actual corded phone. <laughs> right. I mean, at 29, maybe not. Well, I guess so. I guess so. I don't know. <laughs> it's not as funny because he's 29. But like if he was tw- like. The, the funny thing is in the veto competition, the phone rings in the middle and he like doesn't know where to look for it. And I was, <laughs> I was just like, oh, my God, do the kids, do the youths not know where what phones are anymore? Right. <laughs> Have they not seen an like, a phone with a cord on it? Right. Anyways, that's it. Sorry. Get to your question. Get to your comment. I apologize. 
from M Rep to based on how the jury was acting in their interviews, it seemed like Braden would win. Were either of you surprised with the year, nearly unanimous win for Ty? All right, so I want to answer this, but first of all, this brings us to a much bigger topic of conversation, which is jury. We got another, we got a couple jury packages here. A couple jury segments. Yeah. I need to discuss when they're all still at the cottage and <laughs> I don't know how this happened, but everyone on Big Brother Production woke up and said, Rohan is our class clown. They were all like, Rohan is a jokester. We're going to play it up. <laughs> I saw Rohan, man. Like, Rohan was wearing some cable knit sweaters. He was wearing a business suit on finale <laughs> night. And do you know what I saw watching the finale night? What? I saw the next star of Succession <laughs> Season 3, Rohan. The Rose Show goes to HBO, don't you know? Oh, He's going to fucking shack it up with the the Roy family. He's Mm going to fire people who work in media and he's going to just collect the stocks. Sure. I I just was taken aback by the choice to have him. You know, they did like a little package where he's working out next to Jed and Jed takes his shirt off and he's built and Rose like, I'm also built. But they make fun of him because he's not. But he actually is. So I just yeah. didn't understand well, the the choice here that was being made behind the well, scenes. Well, Kiefer hadn't been evicted. Like the joke <laughs> is you have Kiefer standing there next to Jed. No, Kiefer wasn't there, though. I know that's what I'm saying. Oh, like okay. well, yeah, if you were actually going to cast it. I still think that's the full complement of people. It was weird. Um, it was and strange. Jed isn't Jed is no, uh, you know, Hemsworth <laughs> brother. Right. In terms of also, like being hot and doing the comedy. <laughs> Also, um, <laughs> speaking of jury, <laughs> I want to give a warm welcome <laughs> to like whatever Justin Myers, the lion. <laughs> and then this guy walks out and it's like, it's the, it's a clearly a past like season. Favorite. Oh yeah. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The <laughs> jury, the, the, yeah, the jury. They um, acted like we should all know who he is. And this totally random guy comes out. <laughs> they call him the lion. <laughs> like, I honestly I, wasn't even paying attention to that because like people's, it was really like nobody had anything interesting to say. And I, I'm not like you. I am like, well, I haven't seen any other season of Big Brother. I assume this guy must be like super popular. He must be like. I'm sure he is. But like out of context, it's bunkie. so funny. Yeah. yeah. It's so funny to hear. He's probably be the like, Jeff Schroeder of Canada. He's probably like not yeah. so secretly racist or whatever. <laughs> to just like use their nickname and like, all right, the lion's here. How am I going to answer my question for the lion? Um, was just, it tickled me. That's my great big brother fear is if I'm ever on and then they pull some house guests from just like, like a random season, like season 11 or like, I'm like where I just can't remember who who is on it anymore. Yeah. And I'll be like, oh, who is that? Who's that supposed to be? <laughs> I, I think it happens on you. Big Brother too. I think that yeah. happens on Big Brother too, where like you have the the recruits who are on there yeah. and then like Jesse Pectacular comes back and people are like, who's this guy? Is he a wrestler? Is he a right. WWE guy? Um, yeah. 
Okay, but back to the question, since we just touched on Dre. Um, it seems like Braden would win. Were either of you surprised for the nearly unanimous t- win for Ty? So here's the thing, MREP2. I was not surprised because I'd read spoilers and I saw who won already. So <laughs> I was not I, So here's the question. The same question. The answer okay. to the same question. No, I wasn't. The moment he won, the moment he won HOH... It was like, oh, this is over, and it's and it might not even be close. Like, yeah, and you could even tell. I mean, and this was something. If I, if we had podcasted more, I probably would have brought up because I was thinking about it. But like, we only talk, we only talk like for an hour a week, and we talk about like Wendy's and like <laughs> fucking Lost and shit. <laughs> yeah. Something that no one brought up in the the end game is that. It's a jury of seven. You only need four to win. And if Ty gets to the end, that's he has two votes already. He has Beth and Jed already. Like mm-hmm. you don't want to get to the end with like with Ty. I mean, and they didn't even show <clears throat> I'm I mean, I'm glad they didn't even like just like I mean, maybe they should have shown something instead of a 12 minute like recap of any everything that happened in the season. Like Braden wins part one like why isn't there a conversation between her him and tara probably there is on the feeds where tara's like yo says what i'm saying if you get to the end with ty he already has two of the votes locked down with Mm -hmm. beth you know like that's the thing about if someone comes in and has like a strong alliance and yet they're in the end with and with someone who's not in their alliance, everyone from their alliance is voting for them to win. Like mm-hmm. part of the jury management is like, wait, look, it's just like counting the votes that are that are out there. And I'm just like, I just don't see how how Ty is not winning the game. You know, he has a very strong case. He's very well liked. He won a ton of competitions down the stretch. In addition to the fact that he had a bunch of people who were, you know, really willing to vote for him and stuff, you know. So, yeah, yeah I, it was not. So, I, I he was, he was, was a deserving winner. Yeah, absolutely. No, both absolutely. of them could have been, but yeah, he, he it, it felt pretty clear that he was gonna win. Um, That's, I mean, and my, I kind of wish going back to the speeches, which we talked a little bit about earlier. Yeah. Like, I just kind of felt that, like, all right. Okay, well, Ty has Beth and Jed. That's two. Um, Braden needs. Braden needed to make a stronger case. He needed to make yeah. a really strong case, and he just didn't. Like in all of his answers, he was just like, "They were they were good answers, but they weren't they weren't like, screw you, Ty. Ty, I, I, you know." I was well, cutthroat to this game. I did like everything I needed to to win this game. Like he didn't, he didn't like prove his case like like this ultimate winning case that much. In his I, I felt the overall vibe of the Q and A, um, so different, so different from the U.S. one, where it really felt like the questioners were just brimming with love and joy for each of them. And so yeah. it was so different. Whereas in the U.S. version, you have at least four people asking questions who are like, I am going to kill you after this show. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's the good. subtext. Yeah, Which is good. It's, it's I fun. mean, it speaks <laughs> to the fact that you had like a, this show had a, this season had a really strong cast full of yeah. like, 
normal, uh, full of adult people who like yeah. kind of understood that this was a game who could be incredibly disappointed and obviously very emotional and understand the the weight and the uh, you know you know just like how big the moment was and and you know being sad to be evicted or backstabbed or this and that, but also they were like, hey, we're all. We're all hot young Canadians and we all love each other. You know, like everyone was very, you know, cheering for each other. They were. It was really sweet. And I just felt that in every question. Usually, one of the questions, at least someone asked the question, like, Ty, when you fucked me over, did you really think that I would forget? Also, you're sexist and I hate you. That's usually one of the questions. That's life in America, baby. (laughs) Um, So it was just kind of fun where it was like, Ty, why do you think you should win compared to Brayden? <laughs> Love ya. Like, yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I hope everyone wins. I can't wait yeah. to see you. Uh, one thing I wanted, to, I forgot who said this, but I just wrote down the quote in this, in your favorite section, the segment with the lion. Mm, lion, yeah. Dave the lion. <laughs> Someone said. Also, why did he have to wear a mask? He, why? They were so far away. I know. <laughs> I know, and then also, okay, while we're on this, <laughs> the game is over. Braden and Ty are walking out. They're like walking out. They take one final look at the house that they've called home for three months. Yeah. And they put on a mask, and then they walk through the little automatic door, and then the confetti comes out, and then they take off the mask. <laughs> what is the point? I don't What's the know. point? And I then, don't know. But then why let them? Why let them then be with all these people who have been in jury? Who've probably been around all the crew, da da da. Like, yeah, I don't know. There was no consistency. None of it made any sense. Yeah, Canada okay. just falling behind in science. Yeah, that's why we're screwed. Anyway, okay. <laughs> we're still uh, locked down over here. So someone said they were talking about like Braden's case, and someone was like, "Braden, this is a quote. Braden was cutthroat. Beth was his number one." And I just <laughs> want to do a narrator. She wasn't. <laughs> Yeah, who said that? Did Spicy V say that? It feels I like a Spicy so. V thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Can we talk about the not jury? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> we got a question. Wait, let me lead off with, a, right, one, right, with yeah. one of the questions. From One River Mike. Was LaToya rude, justified, jealous, or all three? She said, nobody wanted to see that, but I was living for an on-screen interracial love triangle. What's not to love? Why does she have to be so salty? Well, one of her, Mike, you had to make it about race, not us. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> so I want to talk about this. LaToya has the line of the episode. Yeah. She said, Jed putting up Kiefer was disappointing as well as his romance with Beth. With which I don't think anyone enjoyed seeing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Can I, yeah. What a fucking. Ju- we were like, robbed. We were robbed of Latoya we were, oh in the god. rest of the season. Like, imagine her getting into fights like with people down the road when it like really mattered. Like I when know. Spicy V picked the fight with Tara and stuff. Yes. Like, oh my god. Latoya is, we, that was a, a missed was opportunity. She, was she rude, justified, jealous for all three? Let's be, probably all three. She's sitting at home in her, like, what looks like house. So at least, you know, she's making good money as a cop. But she wishes she was on that show. She wants to be on that stage. Okay, and real quick, talking about the not jury, pre-jury, like, cameras and outfit setups. I just want to say everyone 
it's looking pretty good, like dressing for the occasion. Austin was legit in a tank top <laughs> from yeah. Aerie. I like, noticed that. I noticed that as well. But also, she's the most beautiful. Like, she can do she's that. She's so hot. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I, I actually appreciated it. She was like, what? I'm not leaving my house. Why would I put on like a gown? I'm just going to throw on a tank top. Screw you guys. Yeah, because Latoya had this really like awesome suit on and she had the framing yeah, in such a way amazing. that you could see her full body. Mm-hmm. Like. And then Austin Josh was, was in Austin was me for my normal work stuff, which is <laughs> yeah. like a hundred percent wearing basketball shorts or sweatpants <laughs> yeah. and then putting on a plain t-shirt, you know, on yeah. the top. So like she could have been wearing no pants for all we know. Like she was a hundred percent not wearing any, like she was a hundred percent not wearing jeans. I'll just tell you. It that. was a tight frame. It was a tight frame. Yeah, on, she's like, on oh Austin. yeah, I'll put on like a fucking I'll put on a clean tank top. <laughs> and then but it's gonna be a tank top. Josh cleaned up very nice. Josh Josh is looking very clean. What do you think about that? (laughs) So my my man, Josh, he looked healthier, healthy, but in a way worse. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Like he wasn't as jaunt. Like he Mm. wasn't as we fell in love. We fell in love this with an spring angular, yeah, with a guy who was found under a bridge in Vancouver. <laughs> a needle was sticking out of his arm. You know, he sell you his own shoelaces for another dime bag, and he just looked like he'd probably he looked like he'd had a couple of Wendy's, and not in a bad way. But <laughs> he like, looks like he quit like, smoking because, like, he didn't have he didn't have like those dark circles under his eyes. His hair was clean and voluminous. He looked alive, which is just not the Josh we fell in love with. I know, exactly. He came into the season looking pale and underweight and like <laughs> he just stayed up for three days straight, which is why we rooted for him. And he loved- like, it's like, yeah, exactly. It's like he looked like he had a normal, healthy skin, like right. he, like normal, healthy glow. Like he just looked like, he's like, all right, he's at a normal weight which- and his hair looks nice and his skin looks yeah. nice. And in a personal hate- way, that's great for it. him. Yeah. <laughs> Personally, we're happy for him. Uh, selfishly, it's just not who we thought he was. <laughs> so. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so, and then there's not really much else to talk about of the jury. Um, right? I, I mean, no, they, they did a good, they, no, they were fine. No, I mean, honestly, LaToya was the best part of the night. Yeah. Um, we got another comment from Richard, Richie Templeman. I thought it was a great finale, great winner, and a great first Canada's favorite player. My only question is, can U.S. Big Brother keep up? That's the thing. We've, we've been talking about this for close to a year now. Yeah. BBUS announces that half of the cast will be black, indigenous, or people of color. Mm-hmm. And, man, we got a great cast for, for BB Canada 9. Um, yeah. I'm glad I watched it. Everyone is awesome. The fact that Kyle, who, out, you know, admittedly was like a total fucking weirdo. <laughs> In a normal uh, season where you would see something like this, like, oh, everyone's just going to you know, walk up and, you know, like, give their life for, like, the tall, white, good-looking young right. guy, you yeah. know, normal guy, whatever. Like, the fact that he was, like, kind of a weirdo and nobody liked him and just got rid of him, <laughs> like, in three weeks, like, that was cool. I hadn't seen cool. that before, you know? Yeah. Um, it was a new experience, a fresh experience for us. For sure. Like, you know, the fact that we have an old 
I'm sure Tara's like 37. <laughs> but the fact that we have <laughs> an that. old, you know, make it to the final three, that we have, yeah. uh, you know, an, an indigenous person, the fact that we have two black people in the final, to one who's, you know, in the gay community. Ty, who's just, he, he's, he's for all communities, man. Mm -hmm. Good for him. Yeah. Um, it was, uh, it know, was like, really good. It was strong. So to answer the question, we shall see. It is May 8th right now. We're supposedly getting a Big Brother season coming up on at the normal time, which is middle to the end of June. I am really looking forward to seeing this cast. I really I mean, I if it is if it is anything like this, the, the BB9 cast, I'll be I'll be really happy. Um Yeah. I'm so excited that we we had our yucks making fun of Big Brother Canada and all the Canadianness about it, including those thousand dollars of Weber grills. <laughs> um, but it really just made me excited to watch another season of Big Brother, which luckily is not too far away. We did get one more question, uh, Brett. Yeah. And I feel like it's an appropriate <laughs> final question from Minnie Cthulhu. <laughs> <laughs> Do either of you plan on watching Jupiter's Legacy on Netflix? <laughs> oh God, this show! No. So I saw this. I'm like, no, because I don't even watch anything. It's such um, a good final question for our last podcast about Big Brother. <laughs> like, the audience has already moved on to Jupiter's Legacy on Netflix. Whatever the hell that is. <laughs> I don't think so. It sounds like it's about superheroes, which is not... You no, guys know no, how I feel about that. No, no. I I hate watching superhero stuff. Like, I mean... We're going to watch Loki, but... Hey, but if, if Loki's not good, I'm it. out on Disney+. Plus. I'm out. <laughs> I can't Do you be hear that, Bob Chapek? <laughs> I can't be out because that's how I'm watching Lost. It's on Disney Plus? Yeah. What? The Mouse. It was on ABC. The Mouse owns that shit. Oh, uh, I feel well, I feel that feels like more of a Hulu thing to me. Mm-mm. The mouse said, give me back my copyright, bitch. Um <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm not watching this stupid fucking show. I don't want to watch anything with with superheroes. I I especially like fucking fake ones. Like no one knows who the fuck these people are. <laughs> All right, I'll see a bat I'll see Robert Robbie Pattinson doing heroin with Josh in a Batman movie. <laughs> who's playing Alfred in Robert Pattinson's Batman movie. I think it's um Colin who's the guy Farrell? who played all the I, know, <laughs> I think it's Andy Circus, actually. It's sort of like the same way that um Aunt May in the Spider-Man movies has progressively gotten younger and hotter every time they make oh, one. Oh yeah. Alfred so has May. also Alfred has also become like younger, hotter, cooler every time. So May. Can, so, can I can I can I can I read? Can the, you read the cast? <laughs> Please do. Are you aware of this? Tell me. Bobby Pattinson, we love him. Mm -hmm. He's Paul a good Dan time. Paul Dano is the Riddler. Great. Colin Farrell, under just a mountain of prosthetics, is the Penguin. How did I know he was in it? At, he was somehow going to be in it. Okay, go doing on. weird shit. Mm -hmm. uh, Andy Serkis is Alfred Pennyworth. I was right on that one. I pulled cool. that from the dome. Cool. Jeffrey Wright is Commissioner Gordon. Cool. We love him. Um, Peter Sargard is in it? Hell yeah. I don't even know. Thumbs who the down. I don't Thumbs even down know, to Peter I don't even Sargard. know what this character's name is. 
We got a lot of creeps in this movie. And we got Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman. Okay, we like that. Oh, sorry, oh, sorry, good man. This is a who's directing this? Ben Affleck. <laughs> no, Matt Reeves is the guy who directed the um no all the the newer monkey movies, Planet of the Monkeys. Oh, R. I R. Like Caesar, yeah. No. Um. <laughs> 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 well, guys, thank you for going on this absolutely f- fantastic ride through Canada with us. Did you us. like it? Did you like it, Danielle? I did like it. I I wasn't sure, really. Honestly, the first couple episodes did not convince me. Um, but the longer I held on, the more I enjoyed it. It really was such a winning cast. I thought they were all incredibly charming and likable. Yeah. So I had a good time. Did you? I did, too. I mean... Listen, I had to like VPN. I, I had a hard time watching the feeds and stuff. I think both of us in our yeah. in our old age, we're, we're getting to Terra Town here. Like, <laughs> we didn't have the time to like just dive into it the way we would a BBUS season. We'll see what happens right. in BBUS. But like, you and I would like w- binge watch all three episodes on a Saturday morning. Yeah, there and is something so lost. I was disconnected from it, but also, listen, I'm getting older. Like the show. In general, the show's great. We love it. We love doing the podcast. Big Brother's fucking dumb and bad, <laughs> right? It is. Yes. And it's it like, is. I don't want to don't, don't, spend that much time with it or whatever. And yeah. we'll see what happens. In, in five weeks, I'm going to be glued to like my iPad at like one in the morning, like right. watching these people call house meetings or whatever. And we'll see. We'll see. But I had a great time. I'm really glad I did it. I finally got to watch a Big Brother Canada season. Like, you know, uh, I hope you stick around with us for BBS. I'm sure we'll have plenty. I'm sure we'll have plenty of stuff to talk. We'll have we'll have to talk about Jupiter's Legacy next week. <laughs> yeah, in between. Yeah, we're gonna have to figure it out. I, I know I'm for sure watching Lost. Um, oh, thank yeah. you all for coming on the journey. Thank you for all your questions and comments throughout the season. And you can still always tweet at us at HeyJulieBB on Twitter. Send us an email. To heyjuliebigbrother at gmail.com. Do it. And we'll see you next time. Bye, Julie. Bye, Arissa. Bye.